Hello and welcome. Nathan Johnson here coming to you live on Facebook and podcast. Doing my best to get the word out about advanced leadership training and it has radically changed my life. I've been able to take a little over 100 leaders through this advanced leadership training. First phase, you're a student. The next phase, you're a mentor. The next phase, you're a leader. And my hope by then it's become a lifestyle. So this is very, very practical teaching, if you would, uh, that people need to be successful leaders in both ministry and or in business. So the memory verse for this week is going to be Galatians 328. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. So we thank God for the New Testament. We thank God that he laid down his life, he rose again, and that he poured out his spirit upon all flesh. But there is a way that we need to operate in dealing with different genders in relationships, in ministry, and in business. So we're going to cover that today. And uh, men and women, how men and women are to relate to one another in ministry and business. So we're going to start by reading Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 through 28. So read along with me. Then God said, come on. Then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. Verse 27, so God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Verse 28, then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and govern it, reign over the fish in the sea the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. Why did we read that? Because we want to ask the question, do you believe that God intended for men and women to rule over this earth together? Yes or no? I believe according to the word, not by my opinion, but according to Genesis chapter 1, since the foundations of the earth, he created male and female to rule and to reign to together guys together so i know there's maybe a little bit of controversy and and uh, maybe this would be a good series for unpopular a friend of mine that's doing a a podcast if you would a facebook live thing talking about unpopular events so we always know that we need to talk about unpopular things so you know god plays both men and women in leadership positions in the in the in in the ministry and in business so it's important that we look at how god wants us to relate to one another in ministry and in business, right? So when we review, you know, one another as family, we can work together and and love and respect, accepting and honoring the position and gifts that God has given each and every single one of us. So there's a different, you know, we need to be recognizing and respecting general differences, if you would. So although we're although there are general differences between genders, recognizing and respecting general differences. You know, although there's general differences between genders, uh, neither a man nor a woman should be categorized simply based on their gender. Over the generations, we've seen changes in, in our culture and ministry and in business uh, regarding gender and how we work together. You know, if you would, it's important to recognize that our differences will help expand our ministry and business to people. You know, our thing is to reach 
people. So when we understand and appreciate our differences, it will help us to better communicate with one another, be more efficient in accomplishing tasks together, be more proficient in the placement of individual giftings, and we will see God glorified even more in the lives of his children if we can really put this together. So that's just recognizing and respecting general differences. We're going to go on, guys, to guarding our honor for one another. This honor needs to be guarded. This isn't something, you know, honor is is earned. Um, it's not given. And when it's earned, it needs to be guarded. So we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, how we can go about guarding. And we, and we need to be open to, to realize that, you know, he said in verse 28, then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply, which means he has given us a God-given sexual appetite, and we need to be mindful of that, and we need to think of our, not think of ourselves more highly than we ought, and we need to guard and honor one another as we work together in ministry and in business, you know, and, and even for the reputation, your reputation, and the reputation of others, you know, not allowing, don't allow yourself to be alone with somebody of the opposite gender. Even the appearance of a man or a woman being alone together can damage the, the, the reputation and the influence that you have in ministry and in business. And in some cases, you know, being alone with the opposite uh, sex could put you into a compromising position and be tempted to cross the line and to take that uh, to a place that really it doesn't need to go. And so we need to recognize that God, us, God made us each to have sexual appetites, guys. It's a normal thing. It's a godly thing. It's a beautiful thing. But we need to protect it. We need to uh, you know, not tempt our brother and sister you know, into sin, thought, or in action. So we got, we got to talk about it. It might not be the most popular thing to talk about, but we need to talk about it. You know, and, you know, leaders, come on, you need to be modest in your behavior, your expression, and your dress. You know, the love of God would want to, you know, the love of God would not want to taint someone else's reputation. You know, play with their affections or of another person or to try to draw them away from their relationship with God or their family. You know, we shouldn't want to make our brother and sister stumble in the lives of ministry and business. And modesty is a sign of maturity and being satisfied in the love of Christ, guys. So definitely be modest in your dress and in the way that you handle one another and whatnot. You know, not only are there physical temptations, guys, but also there are emotional, intellectual, social, and spiritual needs that entice a person to enter into an inappropriate relationship. Compromising ourselves with someone can begin a level that isn't physical but it meets a need that someone has for being cared for or valued or listened to. Now, guys, I don't want people to get religious about this, okay? I don't want to say, you know what? This makes sense to me. I, I want to respect. I want to honor. I want to make sure I don't fall. But don't get religious, guys. Sometimes we put people in awkward positions, you know, and whatnot. And we, we don't want to do that. And, and the more mature that we become, I mean, let's be honest, you know, Jesus himself, right? Jesus is an example. I'm not the example. Pastor's not the example. But Jesus and, and, and the CEO of your company is not the example, but Jesus is the example. And hopefully those leaders and myself can be examples, but the ultimate example is Jesus Christ. I don't want you to be confused about that. And we think about the woman at the well. 
You say here, you know, Jesus did it. Well, we, we have note that Jesus did it one time. Okay, so it wasn't something that he did all the time. But but there he he didn't compromise his integrity because maturity was ever present. So don't get religious. There are times, but you gotta ask yourself, am I mature enough, you know, to step in and ultimately that conversation shook a nation. So and he did not compromise his integrity in do, doing so. So we want to respect one another. We want to be able to work together with dignity, brothers and sisters, respect uh, one another. We want to be able to work together in dignity that brothers and sisters show one another, guarding one another because we genuinely love each other in the Lord. Amen. Let's talk about effective counseling, guys. So when working with hurting people, because a lot of times in ministry and in business, Guys, people are hurting. Don't 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 be fooled by a suit, by a nice dress, you know, and, and don't be fooled by somebody who's underdressed. You know, there's people in, in all arenas that are hurting. We must realize that there are times when a person will develop affection for the leader who is showing them genuine concern and is lovingly caring for their needs. So we believe that we're helping them, we're coaching them, we're encouraging them, we're speaking into their life. And we gotta be mindful at times that brings a connection, especially if they're dealing with a spouse or, or a loved one that's not pouring into them. So we'll need to be really, really mindful. And so that's why we say males, you know, men, you counsel men. Women, you counsel women. And if you're gonna, you know, men, if you need to counsel a woman, have another woman present, okay? Men, uh, women, if you gotta counsel men, have a, have a, have a woman, uh, have a man present as well. And if you're dealing with somebody who may be struggling with homosexuality and, what, and whatnot, when counseling them, always have somebody else present, guys. It goes um, to just, you know, cover yourselves, you know, to guard yourselves and to guard your um, reputation, to guard your integrity, your dignity, and those types of things. So sometimes we mean so well, but we could be caught and we could be snared into a trap and have no idea what's going on. So it's really, really important when we are dealing with opposite genders. So again, maybe not the most popular topic, but I'm not here to be popular. I'm here to raise up leaders that raise up leaders that raise up leaders to make an impact in our nation. So that is what I'm here for. So I'm not popular, so be it. That is not my goal. Um, it's not my goal to be unpopular either, but uh, if that's what I got to do to raise up leaders that raise up leaders that raise up leaders and shake a nation, I'm willing to do it. So guys, like I said, you know, knowledge that is not applied is worthless. So application, application for this week is to think about a working relationship that you have with someone of the opposite sex Write down how some of these principles today, you know, may apply to that relationship. So guys, this is Nathan Johnson with Advanced Leadership Training going over with you today, gender relationships in ministry and in business. I just want to encourage you to become the greatest leader that the Lord has called you to be. Lead well, lead strong, and win the day, win the week. And guys, have some fun. God bless. Hope this helped.